0: What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly podcast. I'm going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan or Hello Ghostly, if you are searching for me across the interwebs, and we're back again with another fine dabby dozy episode of some gaming news goodness this week is going to be focused mainly on gaming news and what i've been playing slash watching because i've not really had time to get the ghost box done this week sadly so i will be skipping that segment at the end of the show but we will be going straight into what i've been playing slash watching which has been yakuza like a dragon or yakuza like a dragon is what kind of rolls more off my tongue I don't know why it just sounds better to me in my head that's just how I roll I've really been enjoying this series I started it in 2020 A come at a time that was definitely needed for me personally I jumped into Yakuza 0 I think just before Persona 5 Royal came out I went into like a weird stint so I went Yakuza 0 and then Persona 5 Royal, and then straight into The Last of Us. I went straight into games, and I enjoyed Yakuza the most there. It was probably my favourite game of last year that I played. I played a ton of video games, but Yakuza 0 was probably my favourite, with Persona 5 Royal coming just shortly after. I've yet to play Final Fantasy VII. I do plan to check that one out, but... I have basically been enjoying that series throughout of 2020. I went into Kiwami 1 and then Kiwami 2. And now I'm currently mostly through the main part of Yakuza Like a Dragon. I've done, I think, around 40-50 hours of gameplay and I'm having... ...a fantastic time. I'm on the last two chapters, I think, of the game. I've still got a ton of side content that I need to get through. For example, I need to do the part-time hero stuff. I've not finished that. I have done the money management stuff, so that one is done. Thankfully, I've done that one. I've also done some of the can missions. I enjoyed that one. I might go through and grind that one a little bit... ...because it can be kind of useful for getting those books to level up my stats... ...because that's something I need to work on is my stats... Because because I want to be able to romance all of the ladies who doesn't want to do that and I also want to get all of the achievements so that's my plan there I've also got to do some more dungeony stuff I've got to do the battle arena which is in a specific area that I don't want to mention because of spoilers it is right there in the achievements so if you go have a look at the achievements or trophies you'll be able to see what I'm on about but if you don't want the game spoiled I suggest you avoid those trophies also maybe don't have the achievement's Come up. So, fun story when your Xbox goes idle, it, it kind of like scrolls through the achievements of the game that you're playing on what you could possibly unlock. Well, I will say good job, studio. I cannot pronounce the studio behind Yakuza, it's Gaga. Go Gotoku? I think something like that. Anyway, I love them regardless. But they went and decided to put spoilers. I'm just going to tell you the achievement because it'll be so much easier because it doesn't really spoil anything but it says defeat the true final boss at a specific area. It says, it says the area in the thing which is spoilers in itself so I'll avoid that bit. But then the achievement art shows who the final true boss is and kind of ruins it for me and I went to make a coffee I came back. My Xbox was was idle i glanced over and i saw the image and the image has a picture of ichiban kasuga who is the guy you play in yakuza like a dragon and then next to him is the person who is the final boss who is a character that is in yakuza 0 Koami and Koami 2. So you'll know who this character is if you've played prior yakuza games. It was kind of frustrating, not going to lie. It's the weirdest way something could have been spoiled for me in a video game. Who knew you could get a spoiled by achievement art on Xbox? Well, you can apparently. So I kind of wish it was a secret achievement. It wasn't, which Doesn't make a lot of sense because there are achievements that are secret achievements which don't make sense so much. For example, maxing out bonds with specific characters. Some of those that are locked off are very interesting because obviously they don't want to spoil to you that this character is going to possibly come into your party later on in the game. Well, I don't understand how that's a spoiler, but then they've got defeat the true final boss at this particular location. And they're like, no, that's not a spoiler at all. No way, Jose. I'm kind of frustrated about that. That has kind of got under my skin a little bit more than what I th- than I thought it would have. It got really under my skin. I don't know why. It just did. And now you've got that rant. But basically, long story short, I'm loving Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's probably my favorite Yakuza game to date. The side content is fantastic. The main content is engaging and interesting. It's a great story with a great gameplay mechanics. And also I'm a big fan of turn-based combat so i was there from the get-go regardless and even though the combat isn't the best part about the game it is still an upgrade from the previous yakuza games in my opinion i love the turn-based combat stuff i'm a big fan i do hope that we see this crew again in future yakuza games i really hope that my boy ichiban gets a spin-off because he needs one he needs another game he needs a sequel to yakuza like a dragon yakuza like a dragon 2 maybe Or, you know, something like that. I'd love to see Yakuza Like a Dragon again. That would be a very nice game. Please go make that. I would be very excited about that. I love this game, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Long story short, if I'd played this game in 2020, it would have been my game of the year. No doubt about it. There is no obstacle in my mind that says otherwise. But yes, basically, go play Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm going to bang on about Yakuza for a very long time because it is my favorite franchise. I just like the banana craziness that is a yakuza game it's like saints row crossed over with like a serious stylish yakuza and like police drama going on i just love it i just love it i could just eat it all up for days i'm gonna be sad when i play all these yakuza games i've got three four five coming out at the end of january And then once I finish them, I've then got 6 in March coming out on Game Pass and then I'm going to be very sad because I'll have no Yakuza games to play and I'll just be looking around the room like, where's the Yakuza game, yo? I wanna play one! I wanna play something new! I might just end up replaying one of the older ones and try and get achievements. That's probably what's most likely going to happen. Maybe 0 is where I'm gonna go. But I'm gonna leave it at that. Let's get into some gaming news. I've talked enough about what I've been playing. I'm a big fanboy when it comes to Yakuza. But that's not the only thing that i'm a big fan by of a game that i play weekly apex legends has had some details revealed for season eight and there's some fine dabby dozy details indeed the new season which is entitled mayhem will see the introduction of a brand new legend in an explosive way known as Fuse. he is described as the champion of salvo and he is a blow-up first Ask questions later kind of guy. They did put out a launch trailer and he looks kind of like Ash, which is kind of misleading because he looked a little bit like Junkrat from Overwatch to begin with and now he's looking like Ash. From Overwatch, It's kind of strange but I'll get into that a little bit more at a later time when we have some more details. I'll discuss my full opinions on Foos when he releases in February. But let's get back to the details. The season will be bringing changes to Kings Canyon and it's going to be getting a new name in the form of the obliterated Kings Canyon. More details on that will be dropped later on in the week. Apparently I've yet to see anything. We've seen some stuff that have gone on in that new launch trailer and it kind of looks like certain areas are going to be hit bad as well as Fuse's ship is going to be on the map. There's also those drone bots, you know, the circular ones that are like balls which you shoot and they drop down and they have items in them. Those seem to be making an appearance and seemingly replacing the loot techs, which is very nice indeed, in my opinion. That's not all, though, because they showcased a brand new weapon in the form of the 3030 repeater. It's a bolt action rifle that looks fine as hell. There's also some rumors going on about the possibility of Season 8 coming. With the Xbox Series X and S version, as well as the PlayStation 5 version, as well as the Nintendo Switch version. So keep an eye out for that. There might be some big, exciting stuff going on because it also does tie into the second anniversary, I think, of Apex Legends. Has it really been two years I've been playing this game? It's been a hot minute. It's definitely been a hot minute. It might have been two years. I don't know. I think it's two years. Yeah, I think it's two years this year, which is insane which is insane. I've been playing this game for two years and it's just blown by. Well, last year was a complete blur because we spent most of it inside. But anyway, I digress. Season 8 Mayhem will be dropping into the world of Apex Legends on Xbox Series X, /X, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 and PC on February 2nd with the possibility of it coming to Nintendo Switch at the same time. So that's very nice indeed. Something that's also very nice indeed, the next wave of games coming to Xbox Game Pass have been announced and we have briefly spoken about them but let's get into the big old list of all the upcoming games coming in the next couple of weeks so on January 21st you'll see Control dropping on PC as well as Desperados 3 on console PC and Android so that's very nice indeed that's not the only game that's going to be coming though Donut County will be making a return to console PC as well as Android so that's very nice that's a very good game very easy for the achievements I will say that indeed and also you thought we were done with January 21st we're not because Outer Wilds will be dropping on Android so you'll be able to play that on your mobile device, if you have an Android device, that is. On to January 26th, that will see the release of Cyber Shadow on consoles, PC, and Android on Xbox Game Pass. Then, 28th, which is the big boy, January 28th, gets me well excited. You'll see the release of the horror game known as The Medium on Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S, as well as PC. That is going to be on Game Pass also, because obviously, these are all Game Pass games. I don't know why I'm repeating myself, but I am. That's how I do here. But that's not the only game coming on January 28th. Yakuza 3 remastered on console PC and Android. Yakuza 4 remastered on console PC Android. And Yakuza 5 remastered on console PC Android and android those are all of the games that will be coming towards the end of january hopefully we'll get some news in regards to february very shortly but we do also have a list of the games that will be leaving the service on january 29th and they go as followed death Squared on console death's gambit on pc final fantasy 15 on console and pc fishing world pro tour on console and PC gris on PC indivisible on console and PC rains gate rain game of Thrones and not that game of Thrones and that's on PC and then lastly sea of salt on console and PC'll we'll be leaving the service on January 29th so if those games you want to play I suggest you get in play them now and then say goodbye because they're leaving the service. Or maybe you just buy them and then don't say goodbye and then just play them all you want. That's also an option. Talking about options, the fine people behind Bloodstained Ritual of the Night will be adding a new classic mode in a recent update. So this comes from publisher 505 Games who have revealed that the game will be receiving a classic mode update which will give it a retro look and feel. It is described on the game's blog where the classic mode will include five side-scrolling stages, each with their own sub-boss who must be defeated and players will be graded on time score and number of deaths throughout their run. In addition to this, the update will be bringing a crossover with the game known as Kingdoms Two Crowns, which will add a new area based on that game along with a new boss that will appear once you've defeated Bathin. Defeating this new bot. If you do manage to conquer this new boss, you will be granted access to the Archer Familiar Shard, which will attack enemies from a distance. So that's very nice indeed. If you do want to check out Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, it is currently available on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. It's a fine game. You should check it out. They've also got a pixelized version of it as well that was kind of like a spin-off I think it's called Curse of the Moon possibly Bloodstained Curse of the Moon I could be wrong on that one but I played that one and I loved my time with it it was so good it's basically like an old school type game kind of like Golden Axe in my opinion could be wrong on that front but I had a great time with it like I am right now with this podcast Yay, podcast! Talking about yays, Resident Evil Village has finally got a release date. It has been confirmed by Capcom that the game will be releasing in May. But that's not the only thing they showed off. They showed off a brand new trailer with gameplay footage, as well as some other stuff that we'll talk in the next news story. But let's talk about that shiny new trailer, shall we? Because it includes the darling lady, Dimitrescu. hopefully I pronounced that right, and her three daughters, who will apparently play a big part in the game's story. Story, Which will see you returning to Resident Evil 7's biohazard hero known as Ethan Winters. Gameplay footage of the game was revealed also that included staples from Resident Evil 4. Such as inventory management as well as the merchant making a return in the form of the Duke. That's what he's called. He's called the Duke. No, not that Duke. Not the controller for your Xbox original console, the Duke. Not the Duke controller, but the Duke Hopefully that's not too confusing. Anyway, Capcom also did confirm that they will be releasing a version of the game on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 when the game releases on Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 on May 7th. Lastly, a special demo has been released for the game exclusively on the PlayStation 5, which is called Maiden. The demo functions very similar to the kitchen demo for Resident Evil 7, which basically means that this is a side story that takes place in the same world, but at a different time. You'll be playing as a woman known only as the Maiden. You'll have to try and make your escape from the Dimitriscu castle... I'm pronouncing this terribly, I know I am. Without relying on any combat or even blocking. So that's very cool indeed. The demo is available currently right now exclusively for PlayStation 5 on the PlayStation Store. However, there is going to be a different demo which was promised for all platforms coming later this spring. So that's something to be excited about if you want to check out a demo for this game. But like I said, Resident Evil Village will be launching on May 7th on Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 and PC, can we please retire the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, just to make reading that a little bit easier, because we've got two Xbox consoles, a PlayStation console, and a PC. It's enough consoles, okay? It's enough to talk about. It's just too much. just try to get through it all. Talking about trying to get through it all, we're on to our last news story of the day, and that is the fine people of Capcom has announced Resident Evil Reverse. Capcom has has revealed a brand new multiplayer shooter to celebrate its 25 years of the series called Resident Evil Reverse the game which is kind of similar to Resident Evil 3's remakes Resident Evil Resistance but anyway I digress it will have a slightly cel-shaded comic book look as well as include characters from across the series that includes Resident Evil 1's Chris Redfield as well as Jill Valentine Resident Evil 2 Leon Kennedy Claire Redfield and ada wong as well as a few villains in the form of hunk and resident evil 7's jack baker i don't know a lot about resident evil i know most of those names i don't know who hunk is nor do i know who ada wong is but i think i know everybody else in that one even though i've not played the games i think i know them i'm not really a horror guy i'm a bit of a weenie And I mean a bit of a weenie, I mean I'm a big weenie, a big old flopping weenie. You know, the one that goes in the bun, not the other thing. Get your minds out the gutter. Anyway, players will be competing in four to six person death matches across maps based on classic Resident Evil locations. However, they have only shown the police station from Resident Evil 2 and 3, so that's something to take note of there. There is a twist, however. When you are taken out, when you have been killed, murdered, maimed whatever you want to call it, you will then transform into the series bioweapons themselves and you will be able to transform and become even stronger bioweapons by collecting virus capsules, with Resident Evil 3's nemesis being shown off in the trailer, so that's very cool indeed. There is a previously announced closed beta that will be taking place next weekend between January 28th and January 30th for people in the Resident Evil Ambassador program, for which you can sign up 4 right now. This multiplayer mode is apparently also going to be coming to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 version of the game so that's very nice indeed. I do want to make one final note and that is lastly there is a crossover with Ubisoft's The Division 2 which has been announced. It's a 25th anniversary Resident Evil live event that will allow players to earn outfits, weapons, skins and other rewards based on the Capcom's series between February 2nd and February 15th. This will include such things such as Leon S. Kennedy's RPD outfit which is offered just for logging in, so that's very nice indeed. There is also a bunch of other goodies that you'll be able to unlock if you participate in this event on The Division 2, so that's very nice indeed. It's also very cool to see these companies collaborating a little bit more. We need more collaboration. Yes, we most certainly do. But that is going to be my time for this week's episode of the Hello Ghostly podcast. I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode. It's been a nice one to record. I've been having a very good time recording this week's episode. I don't know why, it's just gone nice and simple. It might be the fact that I've had three coffees today. I didn't wake up kind of grumpy this morning. I'm very tired because I didn't sleep very well last night. So I was a little bit worried that this episode would turn out bad. I know it's going to be a pain to edit, that's for sure, because there has been a lot of mistakes in this episode. But I am looking forward to going in and editing this bad boy and getting it uploaded because it's going to be one of my favourite episodes that I've made in a little while. But as always, i'd like to thank you for listening to another episode of the hello ghostly podcast we'll be back again next week with another episode of this gaming news goodness and as always stay safe stay healthy stay indoors stay hydrated i may as well just go through them all stay educated i don't know why i'm just shouting out words i just am now but anyway i hope you have an awesome week and i will catch you in the next one but until then ghostly out